Welcome to the Self Love Happy Hour podcast, a positive space for Black women to embrace self love and enjoy a cocktail. So I chose this drink today because, well, it's a Bloody Mary, because this drink is so spicy and unexpected. Like I definitely didn't, I made it just for this episode and I definitely did not expect it to, to taste how it did. And I was just like so turned off immediately. And I think this describes this topic perfectly as it comes to Black people and Black women. This episode title, All the Feels, I wanted to do it originally about just being in quarantine and how to just stay motivated and all this great stuff. But then the death of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd transpired. And it was a lot. And it goes with this topic because we're talking about grief and how we just carry so much with us like all the time. Like we don't always assess how we feel. A lot of us work in corporate America or just are entrepreneurs. And it's hard to just divide the two because it's happening in our world and they're just combined. I think it's important to talk about like, what can we do for ourselves? Like, yes, these things are out of our control, but what can we do for ourselves? What can we do to contribute to the Black Lives Matter movement and just our grief and handle it and heal in a way that is positive and effective for us? So like, what is grief? Like when I hear the word grief, people always say, oh, who died? And it's like, that's not always the truth. That's not always the narrative of what's going on because grief is just deep sorrow. It's a trouble or annoyance. It's like a loss. It's, it's really just a loss. It's not really a death of a person. You can grieve platonic and romantic relationships, like not having financial stability, your health, moving from one country to another, one city to another, like going to prison, losing your innocence through like abuse or being neglected by other people and specifically for black women pregnancy even experience miscarriages and we don't talk about how any of that affects us we just know that we need to seek black professionals black doctors to really hear us and it's not like we have so many options so this is an important topic for us to really like dissect and just see what fits for us like what do i need to do differently what do i need to be mindful of what do i need to take in what what do i need to accept for real because (laughs) this is hard i don't know which one which death from national news really struck you guys but trayvon martin was the one for me like when trayvon martin died it was very hard it happened like 30 minutes away from where i live and i don't know it's just something about all these situations that leave us sitting in numbness and hurt all these things happen and we just supposed to move on and then the next person happens and then we're just supposed to move on and it's like i don't think that's how life is supposed to be lived i always take a step back and look at my life and just think about the things that pushed me to get me to where i am now and most of that was caused by grief. First, I felt the pain. Then I had to figure out where I where I fit in this world of just misunderstanding and being surrounded by people who don't necessarily value my life. But I have to value my life. You know what I mean? So I also had to realize that I was grieving. Like I experienced multiple stages of grief. And for those of you who don't know the stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression and then lastly acceptance that last one acceptance that one's that one's the hardest for me for probably anybody because i'm a a why person i'm like okay so this didn't work out so why so why and i think we all want to know like why things happen so that way it makes sense in our head but honestly life is not giving us that luxury and i had to learn that being a follower of god it's like some things are happening for you and not to you And that kind of changes how we look at grief and how we deal with grief. But this hurts. Like, 
this really hurts, especially like the Sandra Bland story and just how quickly they just let it go and they stop giving information. It's just so much research that people don't want to do or don't think is necessary, but they, in order to understand or to have a black woman in your life, you need to understand the things that we go through. This podcast is for black women, but I know that other people listen and other people want to get insight. So this is why I say that knowing and understanding a black woman is so important. We are known as an angry black woman, but anger is a stage of grief. Do you know how much grieving we've done over the past 400 plus years? Do you know how much grieving I've done over the last 22 years? Like, I don't know. I don't know what the standard is for us, but I want to break that because everybody's different. No, I didn't grow up in the hood. No, I didn't lose my father to gun violence. But we all have our things that we struggle with and that are unique to us, just like grieving. Like people often think that like, oh, you didn't grieve if you didn't cry. You didn't grieve if you didn't go through all these stages. Like, no, literally grief does not have a set formula. You don't have to do a certain thing to be grieving or to even acknowledge that you're grieving. Because honestly, it's draining. It's so draining. I've had conversations with with people that, you know, we might've disagreed or they're coming to me with a problem or how they feel about me or what I could do differently. And I remember a specific conversation recently with a family member and I was literally just sitting, it caught me off guard. I wasn't aware what was going to happen and I just felt like I wasn't heard. The conversation lasted about two hours. When I tell you I was so drained, I literally walked to my room and slept for like 12 hours. I could not, like I could not do it. And it's like, even if it's with another black woman or another black person, it's like, We have to learn how to talk to each other. We have to learn how to be accommodating to each other so we're receiving things well and so we don't cause grief to each other because that's what we're known to do. People always bring up black on black crime. In these situations, this is not valid. They always bring it back to how we treat each other. And that is what also contributes to our grief and how we feel. I just, I identified, you know, how I react and how I feel and how I actually deal with grief. Like women, we always feel guilty depending on the circumstance. We're fearful if we're in an unsafe neighborhood, if we live in an unsafe and safe environment, if we don't know what's next, if we don't have control over what's next after we grieve, which is honestly scary. Also, my biggest reaction to grief is scatterbrain. So I was on Instagram the other day and I was watching a live with two um, celebrities. One is a songwriter and artist. She lost her parent recently. And so I'm listening and me knowing that I'm watching this live and I'm like, okay, a lot of the time she couldn't answer the question. She couldn't remember what she said. She couldn't remember little things that you think that she would remember. And to me, it was just like, wow, like I never noticed it in myself, but I noticed it in other people. But I know how scattered I can talk. I am when I talk and it's like, wow, I really have scatterbrain when I'm grieving or when I'm just not in a mindset to really focus on what I need to be focusing on. Hence this current situation in the black community, it has definitely made me um, think about things in a different way because I'm always worried about what's next. And it's like, I can't even be where I'm at. So I look a mess, but I was watching this live and I was just like, wow, like she has scatterbrain, like this is her passion and she can't even talk about it. And it just made me think about like, how how do I show up to other people? Because I feel like people get different ver- versions of you so they might see different things in you that others don't see. So I always think about like, how am I showing up to other people? Do they really think this about me? Is this really true? You know what I mean? And so 
with grief it's like so many different things that just hit you at different times like it's not just one set thing I lost my brother four years ago um to health issues it wasn't like gun violence but that that have impacted me a lot like my college career was changed because of the situation and um it happened four days after my 18th birthday the summer before I went off to college and I just didn't know, like this was like I've experienced grief since I was 10 but this was different like I was a totally different person it was just it was just really interesting how my life shifted with women we feel everything if I'm grieving like if if it's heavy enough I'll be physically sick I have a headache nausea stomach ache panic attacks and after this event happened I started having panic attacks I know how intense those can be because I never experienced it before but after I got to college I experienced some heavy heavy panic attacks and I even it alarmed me when I had a panic attack when I had good news like when I have bad news or when I'm thinking about my brother or just anything that gets me alarmed about something it's like okay like I understand why this is happening but um I got this internship my junior year of college and I got the email when I was in class class was over I'm sitting in class and I'm looking at my email I'm like whoa like when I tell you my I could not breathe which is like one of the biggest signs of having a panic attack I just I didn't lose it but I just like ran outside and I was like like I just I could not breathe and I had to get air from outside and I was just like wow like this has to stop because something good is happening and and, and I'm sad or I'm reacting like I'm experiencing grief and so honestly there's no set formula it's really interesting to me how like your body can react before your mind and it's not scary but it's almost like you're not alone because your body is showing you like this is already happening before you're conscious of it. But I know that black women struggle with PTSD, depression, anxiety, and anxiety leading to panic attacks. All of these feelings escalate, you know, especially within the recent deaths in the black community. Insomnia is definitely a big one. I think now in most young adults as we experience things or are um, experiencing a shift, in our life so these reactions cause us to validate how we feel or what's the next step for us because we can't just stay in this bubble we can't just stay in this this deep hole that we feel like we might have got stuck in a long time ago i've realized that with friendships and relationships and just things that are tangible or even just people who have shown up and who have deem themselves important to you when you lose those things it's like okay I gotta get it back I gotta get it back and that's not always the lesson in the situation or in the season of your life and it's like so hard to accept because everybody has lost friendships so it's like I don't know what happened I really didn't understand what like what occurred like did this person change did I change like it was probably miscommunication in all honesty I had to realize that that door was not always open and sometimes I had to cut the loss and move on and that's kind of what I don't know I, I feel like grief is like there for you to decide to look at this as a lesson am I going to be sad and look at this as a lesson like what am I going to do like it's a challenge for you to grow and like your decision making skills and how you how strongly you want something and then after you make that decision it's like okay well I can what I can do is support myself emotionally by taking care of myself physically getting up washing your face brushing your teeth, doing your hair, changing out of your clothes, making breakfast, sitting at the table, you know, coloring, 
doing a puzzle it's just so many ways for us to cope that it's like you can't let your mind take over your body you just gotta keep moving and even when you can't do that create a safe space for you you and your girlfriends or just you have a place that you go where you just sit if it's outside evaluate seek therapy exercise talk to god i feel like there's so many different ways that we can really channel how we feel without actually saying oh i'm sad like asking yourself questions and letting the first thing that come out your mouth resonate with you instead of thinking about it has helped me and helped other people that i know i just really like finding a peaceful spot for you and yourself and i want to in this episode with just a peaceful mindset a positive mindset don't be consumed of social media it's so easy because i say this as i'm on my phone every single day but we have to create the space in the world that we want whether it's in our bubble or outside as well so i want to leave you guys with two resources that i really have been enjoying and that i feel can help as we all are combating grief and just dealing with ourselves and dealing with the healing process whether we started today or two months from now or next year like it's gonna happen the first one is vibrate higher daily live your power by Layla Delia it's a book by a wellness healer and writer she's Afro-Latina and this platform being for black women I think this is a great resource talks about her journey with domestic violence and her divorced parents and just learning what vibration is and channeling high and low vibrations and i just love this book so far because it talks about like working on yourself and then there's a chapter that goes into how it applies to like you being with other people and then also it's kind of like a workbook where you have self-assessments where it asks you different questions so i definitely think you guys should check that out i've watched a few of her interviews and she's just a very peaceful person and it's just so soothing to see her in her element and just not be phased after like reading about her journey because then it gives me motivation that I can do the same thing and that I will do the same thing. The second book is It's Not Supposed to Be This Way, Finding Unexpected Strength When Disappointments Leave You Shattered by Lisa Turkhurst. She has a nonprofit organization called the Proverbs 31 Ministries. They have a lot of different resources on Instagram for women to just that just seek God and understand the word and how you can apply it to your life and being a wife and just different things like that. I really enjoy this book because it has a going to the well portion that has statements to remember, scriptures to read, questions to reflect. And then at the end of each page or each, each chapter, it has a um, prayer that speaks to the overall chapter that you can apply or that you can say when you're in study or just having that alone time with God. So I think these are really great. These are really great resources for listeners to use if you're looking for therapy i definitely recommend therapyforblackgirls.com if you haven't already use that resource and you can find black therapists in your local area don't forget to follow us on instagram at selflove happy hour and check out our playlist in our in our bio you can also find resources on how to donate to the black lives matter movement and other resources such as signing petitions donating money and attending protests so definitely check those out and we'll see you at the next happy hour